Hello and welcome to the Blind Tiger Podcast, your one-stop shop for your news, reviews, and all things brews. I am your host, the man whose cooking skills begin with and end with boiling water, Rob Fisher. With me, as always, is the man whose culinary skills rival only his brewing skills, Mike Albright. Always included is the woman who, if she had a superpower, it would be herbal, Emily Landis. Whoa. And of course, the man whose auditory skills makes all his meals sing, the man far, far too handsome for flatulence, Jesse Clark. Too handsome for flatulence? Yes. Today is July 30th, <laughs> is 2015, and we are recording sample episode 47, Mad Chef Craft Brewing. Thanks, Emily. We have traveled vast distances over innumerable hours to arrive at Mad Chef Craft Brewing in East Petersburg, PA. Mad Chef Craft Brewing is Lancaster County's latest craft brewery, having only recently opened their tasting room. Is that east of Petersburg, then? It's, yeast? Yes. That's how we got here. We yes. went to Petersburg, then we just it's went east. It's east of West Petersburg. Just turn right just a little at the south Petersburg of sign. Petersburg. You don't want to go to I West Petersburg. That's a rough neighborhood. <laughs> east Petersburg. Oh, right. Okay. So Mad Chef is the creation of owners Greg Kendig and Francisco Ramirez. Mad Chef is attempting to, quote, create a space where local community could enjoy high-quality craft-brewed beer and simple but elegant food in a relaxed environment. Locally grown products are used as often as possible and highlights their menu selections, end quote. They are staking their success on Francisco's ability to, quote, insanely combine the culinary arts and craft brewing, end quote. That is a high goal to have, and we are here to see if they are truly up to the challenge. So, gentlemen and lady... Uh, let's talk about Mad Chef. Let's start with the good. What did you guys like? Uh, the beer, the food, the ambiance. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but no, the, the beer. Uh, yeah, instantly, like uh, we got the flight. Of course, had to start yeah. with the flight, and it started off with the lager, and the lager is actually very, very well done. So uh, it's. It's actually very, it's sweet, but not that corn sweet that like you get out of like a Bud Light. It's actually a malty sweet, not too much. It's a very drinkable lager. It's probably one of the best lagers I've ever had. I mean, mm. it's just like, it, it, it's, it's very, just very drinkable. That's why I enjoy it. Like today, today was hot, at least in the morning. So that's what I was thinking about. It's like, well, when would I drink this? Why would I drink this probably anytime this morning, actually? That's true. I, uh, light lagers aren't really my particular fare. But you're right. I would drink that over any of the uh, mainstream, quote unquote, light lagers. Right. Um, and it was actually quite tasty. If I, I feel like if I took this to a football game where people were tailgating, and I said, "Put down that Bud Light, have this instead," that they might actually like awaken a little bit to the potential of of beer, um, because this is in their wheelhouse, but something vastly superior. It'd be like taking somebody who's only ever eaten Pizza Hut and then actually giving them real delicious pizza yeah. and having to be like, oh, shit, pizza can taste good? I never realized. Yeah, that's basically what it is. You're right. It's like Pizza Hut versus something that's decent. So Yeah. <laughs> well, we Clearly really set you've the never bar high. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think we're understating. That was It was a good lager, but it's we're saying, like, well, it was better than the worst. Yeah. And that's not really a compliment. No, no, I'm <laughs> just saying that I feel that it's it's open to people who aren't into beer to come, okay. or into good beer all right, all to right. come in and enjoy that as well as an aficionado could come in and say this is also a quality beer. I get it. You're saying Americans like shitty lager, and it's more than two cuts above that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That That is not an insult to Matt Chef. That is that is no. a insult to Bud Light and the people who drink that regularly. And my problem is because it's been summer, I've been drinking a lot of shitty lagers lately. So. <laughs> this ain't no Coors Light. We'll put it that way. Whoa. Well, 
I'm definitely seeing a super even playing field in terms of their offerings. It's all at a very high level, mm -hmm. and it's all a very high quality. Uh, but there's Indeed. nothing really far out there. So, you know, you have your lager, your pale ale, um, now, yeah. really, really solid IPA that's not yeah. too in your face. It's not overdone. Nothing is overdone. It's just really, really good. I mean, that's how I would characterize just the first taste. You know, we all went through the flights and we were like, there's no bad beers here. Mm -mm. I agree. I agree 100%. I, th I think the, the beers are they're, they're right where they should be. Um, I would like the um, the porter to be a little bit more, but other like I'm of the what of the six beers I had, that was the only one that I had any kind of like you know what I wish there was something more of. I mean, everything was great. Like I was really surprised by so many of their beers, um, and then their fries. Actually, the first thing we had was their fries. Actually, you were saying the lager was the first us. thing, but the first thing was the fries, and I have to say, the mushroom ketchup, what? <laughs> what the what? I want to go there. <laughs> you want to go to there. I want to go to there. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Liz Lemon. I, I miss the... Especially the sauces. Like You know I where I was going with that. I've <laughs> been so watching a lot of 30 Lila. Rock lately. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, what, what is that? That was awesome. Um, yeah. The spicy ketchup was a little interesting. The fries Very were really... Truffle. Truffle sauce. Uh, yeah, truffle. Yeah. I, th I would give them still like an 8 out of 10 on the fries. I think the fries have the perfect texture. That was the perfect texture fries. Double They're fry. Just, uh, I, uh, I mean, obviously, maybe there's people with heart conditions and they don't want salt, but I think they need a little salt or maybe a little yeah. vinegar or something. Screw just em. a little bit. Well, there's salt, salt right on the table. Well, there is, and I just so um, they they they're doing the yeah. double fried okay, pump frites. Fine. And they have a ton of dipping sauces. So maybe. the dipping sauces that you can put in with the French fries are smoky mayo, pesto aioli, chipotle aioli, Mad Chef cheese sauce, <laughs> <laughs> Parmesan peppercorn. <coughs> God, I'm choking on these these <laughs> options. Truffle ketchup, Spit ghost out, pepper man. ketchup, sweet chili sauce, habanero and jalapeno pimento cheese, and sweet mango chutney mayo. And so when you get a large order you didn't of fries, go for that one, the you last get one, three flavors. So we went with the uh, the truffle ketchup because how do you not order something with truffles? The ghost pepper ketchup, which was surprisingly spicy. That was spicy. ghost pepper. Yeah. Well, yeah. fuck, that's why it was so hot. And Parmesan peppercorn, <laughs> which was also delicious. But I wanted to have all of these, and you could order extra sauces, but. There were more sauces at that point than French fries, so uh, yeah, it was ghost really, pepper? really good. Yeah, ghost you pepper. Well, you it was, ate it was that. Hot. I ate some ghost pepper. Yeah, I could go for all those. Uh, I think that's why there's most of that ketchup left. <laughs> well, that shit. wasn't even the best sauce, actually. The best sauce uh, that I would want on my fries is the one I got with my Belgian waffle. Oh, so oh I got, yeah. I got Tell the appetizer Belgian waffle, which is a cute mini Belgian waffle with a, a chicken leg on top. Uh, French, pretty much, to make it look like a flower and deep fried, which is very nice. But the sauce they put on it was a what maple. Ba what, ba maple, uh, hot sauce. Yeah. Hopped honey butter and a drizzle yeah, of maple garlic, buffalo, maple garlic sauce. buffalo sauce. And that was excellent. Like, Jesse was very skeptical. No, it worked. It worked very well. And yeah. actually, I would want to use that for the fries. So I wonder if I could get that on the maple side. Maple garlic buffalo. It was, it was yeah. delicious. Yeah. Huh. Should we hop some butter at home just for shits and giggles? Yeah, well, I did not? just eat a hop a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> we should but definitely hop butter, some butter. I don't know. It, it was there. That kind of like faded away. It was kind of overshadowed, I think, by the buffalo sauce. But I mean, the buffalo sauce is so good. And I just yeah. I was focusing on that. No, it's it seems like uh, they're they're going for. I mean, I think they intelligently decided to do strong quality beers that weren't too experimental, knowing their audience. I mean, yeah. this is East Pete, and I don't mean to disparage anyone in East Pete. I love East Pete. 
but this isn't like Philadelphia or New York where you can perhaps open up and be zany because you have to make that mark. Do There's they, no real competitors Do they eat a lot here. of Indian food around here, do you think? Um, I have no idea. Do, do you think they like spice? Well, the and nearest Indian pe- restaurant is about uh, five miles away. Yeah, so. well, I mean, five it's possible. Minutes? But if you're going to get local, like, street walk-in, I don't feel like you're going to get necessarily somebody who's... I'm sorry, ex- nobody nobody street walks in East Speed. <laughs> <laughs> There's residential buildings not too far from here. They could, they could, There's no street walking. There's no street There's traffic. a lot of sparkling cars all lined up along the road. Yeah, there that's are. That's what I noticed. I guess that's true. I guess if you're on your lunch break from selling cars to people, you yeah. could come over you here. You just swing it right over. You know, you'd whip it around. <laughs> But I like the fact that they were going, they're going crazy with the food. And I mean, they have options here that are crazy um, and different and unique. But the beers, they're just starting out with something that said, this is probably going to please a lot of people. Uh, They're high quality and they're delicious, but we're not going to go out crazy. And then it sounds like they're gearing up for once they have an established sort of like regulars coming in. Now we're going to show... You know our wild side and go with something a little crazier for the fall and the winter and, and that's no actually knowing your target audience like the other like probably nearest brewery to here was at Zuckfoltzfus uh, by, uh, by Mount yeah. Joy and they kind of came in with some like different ideas that didn't work <laughs> with their general uh, locality uh, but these people obviously like they, they knew they knew what they did well and they did it um, right I felt the same way about when anybody we hit Columbia Kettle Works they only had four or five beers that none of them were, were uh, um like off the beaten path, they were just solid quality beers saying, we can do this, we can do this on style, this is what we're about. And then they started going off, you know, same way with like St. Boniface when they first opened, they weren't doing wild stuff and then they, they found their mark. And I feel like this is exactly what Mad Chef is trying to do, saying, we know beer, we know food, we're putting them together. And then as we have the community know what we are, then we'll start experimenting to see what happens. They've drawn a line in the beer sand, and they've set a you know like a high level for themselves. And yeah. now it'll just get more more creative. Is yeah. the indication and, and they gave that they they had that creativity in the in the you know on deck pretty yeah. much. Okay. Like it's not like oh yeah we make these beers and that's just what we're doing. No, it's like no no like we're totally go you know in a couple months we'll have like all these you know different styles and whatnot. Uh, so the brewer and the head chef came out and gave us a sneak preview. And when you or when we interview them in more depth, they can tell us more. But yeah, it just sounds like they're going to uh, basically go nuts this fall and come out with a bunch of more experimental brews, laying on top of this solid backbone foundation. Indeed. So, um, what do you guys think of the ambiance? What do you think of the uh, the architecture, of the building? The uh well, I like the uh, little hop with the chef's hat. It's oh, a cute okay. little logo. We were we were discussing that logo earlier. Um, not everybody was as enthusiastic about it, but it's definitely it's very clean. Yeah, gets a job done. It's definitely putting your brand out there. I mean, it's about what five foot by six foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely a, a large logo on the side of the thing. But you know, you got to advertise. It's more than are. five foot. It's more than six. It's foot. got like, that zesty, trendy green going on. It, it is does. zesty. It does. Green, yeah. It's a little. Dark I like green. it on the T-shirts. I like it on the the, the, the black yeah. the black T-shirts with the white outline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like That's all nice. the windows on this. Yeah, like so you can visible. see everything from the you outside. You can see all windows the sparkly cars. Yeah, <laughs> from the inside. I think yeah. from the outside you can see like everybody in here, and you're like, I want to be in there. <laughs> I also That's where I want to go to there. You can see the kitchen and the from like in the brewing system from it's behind a, the it's bar. It's a very open building. I like. So that. you can watch the chefs actually make your meal while you're there. I mean, that like sort of just screams the freshness that you're not like watching somebody pull out of the freezer and put something in a microwave to give you your meal that yeah. they're working the, with 
It forces them to be clean then, too. Also, I mean, you see how sparkling all of that stuff is? Yeah. yeah. It has to be That's clean brewing. It has the to be like everything the has to be... The shiny chrome is reflecting in their eyes. Yeah, and they're all wearing matching Mad Chef Crew t-shirts. They're insane yeah, back there. Yeah, Mad Chef they're Crew. They're mad. And sweet hats. I got to put them the... The Mad Chef hats are pretty sweet I feel as well. like they should be wearing the actual chef's hat, though. That's on the hop. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that would be one of It is on the hops. logo. You're right, Mike. Exactly. You're right. And the white would really be offset by those Mad Chef crew black shirts. Yeah, so what be. beer was your favorite? My favorite was the... 9.30? Okay. Cool. 9.30? Okay. Okay. So that's like now, if anybody wants more beer. It's 9.30 right now. Yeah, I don't need okay. anything. I'm okay, too. I'm all right. Okay. Well, my favorite was the Spot Hop Pale Ale. It was a toss-up between the F-18 IPA and the uh, Spot Hop. Uh, but that one won out. Uh, it was brewed with a weird hop. I've never heard of a Zaka hops. I like a Zaka. They're blended with a Cascade. Um, I just thought it was an excellent Pale Ale. And uh, the pendulum has swung back. I'm like maxing out on some of the big beers, and I think a lot of people that are aware of that are offering really good, solid, drinkable pale ales and IPAs, and that's what they put out right here. Yeah. Um, they're not overdone, uh, and I'm just like reveling in it. It's perfect for the summer. The nose on that was really good. It had that nice sort of uh, fresh, floral, citrusy smell to it that I really like out of a beer. Um, so mm-hmm. I was sort of in love from the first yeah. smell. I could bathe in it. <laughs> I, where does the cologne, goddammit? Yeah, Zaka soap. <laughs> uh, so my personal favorite was probably the wheat, only because right. I despise wheat beers. Right, yeah. And this is one that I actually found extremely drinkable. So I would drink that like a six-pack without hesitation. So that really surprised me. I know others who actually like the wheats that I hate might disagree, but for me, I actually thought that was that was my favorite. And I would be curious to try the mango variety of it because it's the only beer we didn't get to try that was on the menu. Definitely. Yeah, I feel the same way. I wish they would have had the mango available to us, but the, like we, that the wheat, it was good. It was it was hoppy. It was nice. It was crisp. It was a very good beer. That was um, it was either that or the F eighteen for me. The F eighteen yeah. yeah. was very good. It's a pretty uh, spear too. It's yeah. beautiful red. Color. It was nice. That was a beautiful color. Um, but I, I that, that the the twisted wheat. There was something about that. It was just the, it was a very delicious wheat beer. Yeah, definitely F-18 for me, followed by the lager. I was kind of tossed up which I was going to get a full pint of, but I went with the F-18. Nice. Great beer. Awesome. Um, So dare I say, uh, the bad. Let's discuss the bad. Does anyone have any any, any major gripes or minor nitpicks? I'd say mostly minor. Um, Like we were talking about the porter. Uh, It's decent. I do that little bit. It's very subtle. That chocolate does come through, like the menu says. Uh, but it, it does. It's a little thin for me. But I mean, yeah. like they said, it's kind of like more for summer, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does make a huge, sense. You know, Russian imperial stout right up front. It's, yeah, I've been drinking a lot gonna, of. It's not going to mesh well with intense the heat. porters and stouts lately. So like yeah. that's my measurement, I guess. So maybe if I toned it down a bit, I mean, but then yeah, if I, I yeah. don't know, for whatever reason, it's I've been like, this is a summer of stouts and porters for me. Like I've been drinking yeah. such heavy beers this summer, especially like dark and heavy. Just it's the other week, I had good. like probably one of the most ridiculous porters I've ever had. It's it was like, um, what, was it 17 percent? I don't know. It was oh, stupid ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah. So Janine has donated uh, <laughs> the mango twisted. Oh, you have the mango. Very good. Don't worry about it. Oh, we just had the. Um, we brought back from uh, when we were in Vermont. We it was no, it was actually an evil twin. It was even more Jesus. 
even stout. Oh my! <laughs> it was it was an amazing imperial stout. Um, I forget what percentage, but it was up there. It wasn't quite the the sixteen that you had when we were on hunger and thirst. Right. Mike, so, drink or drink that mango wheat. What do you think of it? It's really good. Uh, they had a little sweetness to it, which I actually like, and a little oh, wow. little citrus uh, citrus note. Oh, yeah, Emily's going back more. Good, yeah. good with pairing with food, I'd say. Yeah, that great, would great be great pairing beer. Made with real pureed mangoes, so they oh. are not messing around yeah. with not the fake stuff. Either. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, really. With Anybody real, can real like fruit. you know dump some extract into any beer they make and yeah. oh hey we made this. You know, well, and it's inter- after our uh, discussion with uh, Roy Pitts, the variability in flavor from year to year because the fruits oh, yeah. you know change. Oh yeah, fruit yeah. Fruit yeah. Fruit yeah. Fruit also particularly interesting. Um, um, yeah. In terms of uh, anything negative, I would say is I kind of want them to let their freak flag fly. Uh, their name is Mad Chef, and I feel like they're playing it safe. And I want them to, like, you know, settle into the name and really start to put some interesting things out yeah. there. So, what would you put out there had you been a, a Mad Chef? A Mad Chef? Yeah, as a brewer, and like, what, what would make it mad? Like, what, what well, are you looking for? Lemongrass IPA. I mean, the pizza beer would have been. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Or that the type the of pine, all right, a piney yeah, like pairing Spruce with food. Springsteen. Yeah, Spruce Springsteen. Come on, no, there's there's some fun things that you could do, but clearly they have the 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 ability and uh, the ideas, um, and and they can match the beer with the food. So it's like I only see potential. Yeah, uh, my only real uh, gripe is that they're in East Petersburg, and I understand yeah. that there is probably an argument to be made that they could have a space this large that in Lancaster would probably be five times the price. But Easily. as uh, Lancaster locals, I would love to be able to walk to this yeah. place as another option. That would be great. Um, yeah, I mean, I was really impressed when Columbia Kettle Works opened up, um, and I thought they set a high bar for we're just starting. Um, this is another very high bar for another place opening up. Yeah. That if you're going to do this and you're going to be, we were homebrewers like a week ago, and now we're pros. Like that, it's a high bar, and people are really bringing it lately. And I think Mad Chef is doing a fantastic job of keeping that standard of. Standard of good, extremely high. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So my only complaint is that why Word. are we? Why do we have to go out to East Pete for this? Like, Word. Why is this not in my neighborhood? Word. <laughs> you can you, you can bike here. It's not that. I can bike here. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I will is do there that. Some back roads? Yeah. Uh, it is a quick drive. It's actually extremely convenient up uh, Mannheim Pike, yeah. and uh, it's and it's not too bad. But this is the sort of food that I wish like the fridge served regularly. Oh yeah, instead exactly. of just being pizza, that they had these crazy options with amazing. I mean, the fridge does do sandwiches, sandwich. but yeah. they don't have fridge enough really sandwiches. Really good food. Let's not yeah, get up in the I'm not saying, but uh, yeah. I'm just saying I want a larger variety than like one sandwich, the hot dog choices and pizza. Like these guys have several sandwiches. They have, you know, they're going with. Chicken and waffles. I mean, my God. Ketchup varieties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And french fries. The fridge needs french fries, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So do they even have a fryer there? I don't think so. Why do we always end up talking about the fridge? Well, it's a, it's a high bar of comparison, you know? I love the fridge. Do we say where this is? It's off of uh, Miller Road. So basically, it's in East Petersburg, like we said. So it's, it's basically west right of off Route 72. <laughs> so it's easily accessible from 283, from Route 30. Yeah. Um, so if you're from around there, it's uh, very easy to get to. Yep. Plenty of parking. It's uh, just past that place that has all of the good things to eat. It's near Pete. Just past that place? Just oh. You mean Middle East? Weavers? Yes. Okay. S. Clyde Weavers S-Clyde. with yeah. their uh, hot ham water. It's just up the road. 
Yeah, that's an Arrested Development my, reference. My coworker <laughs> likes the peanut butter filled uh, pretzel Pretzels, nibs oh, yeah. that they have there, which are delicious. Oh, they're amazing. Nice. They're addictive. You yeah. could you could drop a hundred dollars, no problem, on hot ham water and and you know pretzels. At S. Claude Weaver. Amazing. <laughs> you should do their marketing at S. There's lots Weaver. of things you could do in East Pete. <laughs> well, and they are like two doors down from Big's Barbecue. So when we came in here, I was going to say, why were they doing their own food when they have an amazing barbecue joint yeah. like right down the street? Um, but the food here was so good that I'm like, well, maybe the barbecue joint's going to have to yeah. step up their game because why would I go in for barbecue when I can come in for great food and hey, beer can here? Can you bring the beer down to the barbecue joint? We said it goes the other way. Yeah, I mean, they, right. they, they, they said it'd be fine bringing the barbecue up to the beer but well wh- technically that that barbecue joints in west pete oh. <laughs> that's where the line is right there no one goes there it's Southwest right there pete. it's it's Southwest that <laughs> <laughs> all right so overall thoughts so mike let's start with you recommend it not recommend it what are your overall thoughts of i'm very excited because like I sort of hyped myself up for this place when I was starting to read the reviews. Everybody was raving about it. It's like, oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. Beer's going to be great. So I got excited about it. But in the back of the mind, I'm like, well, we've been there before. Right. You know, I'm excited about it. It's not that good. No, it, it lived up and actually it surpassed my expectations. Uh, the beer is amazing. The food is great. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the fact that they're going to be branching out and trying different things. Because, you know, as a beer snob like me, I'm always like, well, what's next? What, what else do you have on dock? So, right. But no, like the, uh, what they have right now is very good. Uh, they have a Saison, which always makes me happy. That we didn't really talk about that too much, but right. it's a very good Saison. I'm hoping that they maybe play around with that style a little bit. And, yeah, I will definitely uh, be stopping in for growler fills, for sure. Awesome. If not for uh, meals. Sweet. Jesse. Your thoughts overall? Oh, well, actually, first when you said the Saison, it said Shed Saison. Now, Shed is a beer brewery up in Vermont. Is yes, that it is. It's like a small house. Oh, so as in it's not actually the foreign beer? As in, like, they make it, that's their beer? That's not like Shed's? Like, no. This yeah, is Windbridge. Like no. Not to is be that, confused with. Yeah, they are selling Windridge Cider, which is not their and cider. And so Shed is not. The, but it, Shed is the name of their Saison. Okay. It's unaffiliated to Shed So you're, so you're sure that Windridge... Is not their name then? No, they are selling Windridge cider. And as then, a but cider Shed choice. though is magically theirs. Yes. Okay. Shed is theirs. Okay, so I was confused by that. That's okay. You're allowed to be confused. It was good though. I just assumed. I at first assumed it wasn't because. Well, did I tell you I was just up in Vermont drinking some amazing <laughs> beers up there? Let me tell you again. And uh, it was just on my mind. Um, so yeah, uh, no, this is. Uh, I'm really excited about this place. Um, I heard that this was opening up, and I'm like, whatever, there's another place, okay. And uh, But no, this is really impressive. I'm really excited to see what they're going to be doing in the future. Like when he, when he was saying, like, very, sometime in the fall, um, he's going to be, they're going to be uh, introducing those more madcap styles of beers, and I'm really curious what's going to happen. It's going to be very delicious, I'm sure. And I'm excited to have an interview with this guy in the future, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Emily, what are your, your overall thoughts? Oh, I'd definitely come back for the beer. I mean, yeah. I feel like uh, their game is so solid that anything new that comes out, I'd want to come to taste it and see how it is. And I'm really intrigued to see what they do once they feel like they have more creative license. So uh, color me stoked. Uh, and my thoughts are the same on par. I thought when Francisco was arguing online that he was going to insanely pair food with beer, I said that's a, a ballsy preposition to make, a proposition to make. Um, and uh, but he is a CIA trained, not Central Intelligence Agency, but the Culinary Institute of America <laughs> trained. Uh, so don't be thinking he's a spook. Um, but 
uh, the food was actually really great. Uh, the French fries and the dipping sauces and the uh, bite of the Italian sandwich I had were all just amazing. And they actually did go really well with the beer. And so I came in thinking, eh, you know, it's going to be one more craft brewery in Lancaster. We're starting. We're living perhaps, in a golden age, right? We really are. And they came out and they came out and said, hey, we're going to be up there with the big guys. And yeah, home we're going to do it right. Yeah. So I don't really have any gripes other than why do I have to drive 10 minutes to be here? But, I mean, Why yeah. do I have to get my car at all? Well, and we came in. Your it was life is so hard. <laughs> it was packed when we came in here, and they still had tables. Good. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they do gangbusters. I'll be back for beer for sure. Um, yeah, this is just going to be an excuse to, to get up to East Pete and get beer and maybe dinner. What freaks me out is that there's Canadian football on the screens, though. You wouldn't even know if it was Canadian football or not if Mike had not yeah, said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teams are BC and WPG. Was, if you could tell me what those <laughs> are. British Columbia and Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. Uh, you are BC, definitely cheating. I don't know. Is that before <laughs> Christ? Or together, together, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. British Columbia versus Winnipeg. <laughs> Before Christ? What? <laughs> Before Christ number seven? I'm curious how you're going to tie that to the WPG. Uh, if you can bring that into Before Christ and after Domino or whatever. I mean, who's well, that? I th- <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up so we can get out of here since they seem to be closing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for today's show. We hope you appreciated our quick stop in at uh, Mad Chef. I think I can speak for all of us that we were extremely pleased by uh, what they have to offer and that we will be uh, back here shortly, hopefully for a full interview with the owners. Um, And if not, just for more food and beer. So join us next week for our next full episode. Uh, Not quite sure what it'll be yet, but I'm sure it'll be full of mirth and beer. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep on drinking. That's 